I'm Richard Brown, Chairman and CEO of JMBA Financial Advisors in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thanks for listening to our latest podcast episode as we discuss the ongoing impact of COVID-19 and what could lie ahead in the markets. The main topic of our conversation today, the market's bottoming process and key events happening during this time. Keep in mind that we are recording this from various locations, working remotely on April 16th, 2020. So the situation may very well have shifted by the time you listen to this. The daily impact of COVID-19 on our lives and the global community has moved the markets drastically and rapidly. As people review their first quarter portfolio statements for the year, we are reminded again of the direct blow to the economy and investments these past several weeks. Yet, so much of the market movement has continued to happen even since the end of the first quarter on March 31st, a little over two weeks ago. Today, I am joined by my colleague and the Director of Investment Management at JMBA, David Webb, a leader of our investment committee who discusses daily with our team how to best position portfolios to achieve your individual goals. Thanks for being a part of this conversation, David. Let's start by talking about what important events have unfolded recently that have driven the markets. David? Thanks, Richard. Well, many clients did receive statements last week, so we did want to provide a quick update since markets have moved a bit since they were first printed. Uh, Last week alone, in fact, equity markets in the U.S. had their best performance since the the mid-70s, and we saw the S&P up over 12% in the week. Uh, Small cap stocks were up nearly 18%, and many investment-grade corporate bonds uh, rallied in the high single digits. So all this really happened despite a backdrop of rising unemployment claims. Uh, So investors primarily appear focused on two things at the moment. Uh, First of all, we've seen better than expected news since the end of the first quarter in terms of uh, how we're effectively battling the virus uh, as a society on the health front. Uh, The second thing which we saw late last week was the Fed continued to expand its lending powers, uh, this time by another $2.3 trillion, as they rolled out some new packages to support uh, additional loans for many types of debt issuers that previously would not be covered. And this would include state and local governments and highly indebted firms, as well as commercial real estate companies. So what what really occurred this time around is the Fed was able to respond far more swiftly during this downturn as many of the tools that they've used were really prepared and developed during the great financial crisis of 2008-2009 and they had them in their back pocket so they were ready to implement them very swiftly. And so it's been the combination of this better news on the virus front in addition to these support measures which have really helped the markets regain about half of their losses since the bottom in late March. Thanks, David. David, what is our investment committee looking for as the pandemic continues to unfold? One of the things that we're now going to see in the coming weeks is some really difficult economic data. Uh, Corporate earnings results are just starting to flow in for the first quarter, and they're not expected to be pretty at all. These results will will probably be a bit better than what we might even see in the second quarter, largely because um, the economy was functioning fairly well, at least through most of February. We also have seen some some incredible job losses over the last four weeks to the point where pretty much now all the jobs since the that have been created since uh, two thousand and nine have been wiped out with uh, 
with new unemployment claims. And so this is going to start having a, 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 a we feel at least it will be one of the things the market now begins to shift its attention to away from more of the healthcare scare, as well as whether or not we can contain uh, the viral spread. And it'll shift to really, you know, when are these economic data going to bottom? And what might that bottoming process look like? We've already probably seen the oversold phase. And this would be what happened uh, throughout the middle part of March until the low on March 23rd, where um, investors basically all rushed for the exits at once, which essentially meant you know they were selling stocks for less than they were worth in what would be the equivalent of a, a mass fire sale. Um, since then, we've seen sort of the second phase of the market bottoming process, and that would be the rally phase. And that's what we're enjoying right now, where we've recovered rough, roughly half of our losses. We're down you know, 17% from the peak. And it's not all that unusual in bear markets to have these types of strong and quick rallies, particularly as traders and investors buy back their short positions. Typically, then, the third phase of the market bottoming process would be the retest phase. And it doesn't necessarily imply that markets are going to um, retest the ultimate lows of, of March 23rd. Um, it, it simply means that um, you know, they will retrace a good portion of the gains. And as our investment committee has discussed this at length, we think there's a number of catalysts on the horizon that could trigger the retest phase. Um, among these would include corporate bankruptcies in areas such as energy, uh, hospitality, uh, retail, and restaurants. Um, additionally, as we see more and more companies began to pull guidance uh, because they really can't forecast their revenues, that's going to make it much more difficult for investors to predict what earnings might be. And they're going to be less comfortable purchasing equities if they can't put a value on things. Um, the economy, for instance, could be slower to reopen than expected. And even if uh, we do see some good progress on that front, uh, consumers might be a little bit slower to spend as they take precautionary measures to rebuild their, their, their savings. And so, uh, a number of these things, including whether or not the economy needs to go into lockdown again, you know, could really trigger that retest phase. And really then what would be the fourth phase is when some of this has played out and the market maybe has retested things a little, um, we would need to see investor psychology shifts so that uh, some of the leaders in the market would now become uh, some of the more cyclical names um, and less defensive in nature. So you wouldn't expect to see maybe the, the utilities or the consumer staples rallying as much. You would see smaller companies. You would see companies in the industrial or energy space doing quite well. And that would imply that pretty much we're on a far more sustainable footing. David, thank you for those insights. And thank you very much for listening today. We will share some additional detailed thoughts from our investment committee next week. Please know that our team is monitoring and managing through this for you, working diligently on your behalf and keeping your goals and best interests front and center as new information becomes available. We'll continue to share relevant market-related information that guides our portfolio management practices. Thank you for your continued trust in JMBA, not just as your financial advisor, but also as your advocate. Please reach out if you need anything at all. You can find our contact information at jmba.com. Important disclosure information. 
Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Therefore, it should not be assumed that future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or undertaken by JMBA Financial Advisors, Inc., or any non-investment related services, will be profitable, equal any historical performance levels, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. A copy of our current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request. The scope of the services to be provided depends upon the needs of the client and the terms of the engagement. Please see important disclosure information at www.jmba.com disclosure.